Welcome to the Complete Fitness Podcast with Core 4 Complete Fitness. Your episode is starting in 3, 2, 1. Hello, lovely peoples. Happy September 6th to you all, a couple days after Labor Day. Hope you guys had a fun, relaxing Labor Day. Hope you got to kick your feet up for a little bit. And uh, we're back in action this week, though. I know this week when it's post-holiday, people are always kind of scatterbrained because the routines kind of fall out of whack. But uh, this can be your reality check for uh, for the week. Um, before we get going, guys, like always, if you could do us one single big favor that takes about three seconds of your time, whether you're watching us on YouTube or listening to us on iTunes or Spotify or Audible or whatever you listen to music and podcasts on, if you could please hit the subscribe button, that'll help us grow this thing through you guys. If you know that there's somebody too, that you're like, hey, this episode could really resonate with you or it helped me out a lot and you want to share it, share it on social media, send it through a text message with a friend um, and tell them to subscribe too. And we can keep on growing this thing and keep on cranking out all these episodes for you. Now, this week, we got a doozy. I'm going to tell you about the past week that I had. Not going to lie, by Friday last week, I wanted to burn everything to the ground. The gyms, the house, uh, everything. Let me explain kind of how this all went. So two, about a week and a half ago, Michigan, Southeast Michigan, got hit with a ton of intense storms. And I shouldn't have said anything at all because uh, about a week or less than a week before the storms hit, I was telling somebody at the gym, I'm like, it's really been a pretty damn good summer. Pretty mild, no real big storms, hasn't been really, really hot, hasn't been really cold. I'm like, this is one of the best summers we've ever had. We really lucked out. And then two days later, all hell breaks loose. So Thursday, I shouldn't even say night, early in the morning, um, there was a bad storm that came through, tornadoes, outages left and right, and uh, I couldn't sleep. So I got up at 4.30, a couple minutes early, and I'm like, whatever, I'm tossing and turning, might as well just get up um, and stop fighting this. Uh, made some coffee, relaxed, checked some stuff on my computer, and I was like, I'll just kind of lay low and wake up a little bit before I have to head, head into work. And I could hear like water rushing um, in the basement. Like it sounded kind of like the washer machine was filling up. Like when you start the cycle, all the water comes into the actual drum and that's what fills it up. It sounded like that. And I was like, well, it's 4.30 in the morning. Uh, my wife is asleep and the kids are asleep. Nobody, unless somebody broke into our house to do laundry, uh, this is not good. So there was a split second of me that wanted to just, <laughs> to just leave and go to work. And I'm like, if I just walk out that door, whatever is in the basement doesn't exist. It can I can just buy a couple more hours and just kind of bury it. Thank God I didn't. I go downstairs. I take one step into our basement. Our basement's finished. It's got carpeting. It's got baseboards and drywall. And uh, there's like water up to my ankles. So I'm automatically assuming that this is a flood, right? It rained like absolute crazy. So uh, I'm looking. I'm like, where the hell is all this water pouring in? It's not coming from the ceiling. It's not coming from our walls. Where the hell is it? And uh, where our shutoff valve to our water is sits behind this uh kind of wooden 
board for lack of a better word. It, it looks nicer than I'm saying it, but there's four screws that hold it in. So anytime you want to kill the water, you just pop the four screws off and then uh, you, the white or yellow switches in there and you pull it and then that's what kills the water. So it was coming out of there. And I'm like, how the hell did this happen? So meanwhile, the couch backs up to it. So as water is pouring in, I'm trying to like disassemble the couch. There's like three pods that all kind of sit together. So I'm taking all this crap apart, moving all the crap. We got a coffee table down there and I uh, unscrew where that little board is and water just starts like pouring out like crazy. And uh, a pipe, there's like a, we have copper pipes, you know, that you have inside your house. So the copper pipes had this metal coupling that connects them and the metal coupling completely exploded and uh, the pipe completely exploded. And then all this water had been pouring into our basement um, for hours. I don't know what time it happened, but if the storm came through at, let's say, 10, it had to be going on for hours. So uh, kill the water. Everything is completely submerged. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's 430 in the morning. I got to be at work. Everything's underwater. I can't really do anything right now anyways. So I'm like, well, we have to call the insurance company and get this taken care of. Problem number one. Problem number two. Evan from the gym calls and he goes, holy shit, uh, Wixom, there was water everywhere. It's coming underneath the door. It's coming through the ceiling, the storm. It, it's all over the place. Um, water, water, water's everywhere. What the hell do I do? And I'm like, okay, the power's on good. So I got water in our house, freaking out about that water at the gym, freaking out about that. Um, so that happened within about five minutes of each other. And I'm looking at my phone going, what, what the hell do I do? Third thing that happened. AT&T calls and they go, hey, we're upgrading everybody to this wireless 5G internet. It's going to be 10 times faster. This was the day before um, all this crap happened, which would have been just a minor inconvenience, but you add all this together and it makes for a giant shit show. So they go, we're going to upgrade everybody to 5G. We want to get rid of like the modems and things like that. And uh, everybody will just be kind of like how your phone is. It'll connect to a cell tower and that's how you'll get internet for your businesses. And we're like, okay, well, if you say it's going to be faster, it's an extra 10 bucks, but whatever. If it makes our internet lightning quick, then we'll oblige and that'll be that. Cool. Send us the 5G thing. It doesn't work. So now Wixom has no internet. And then uh, we're trying to get this through. It took two freaking weeks just to get somebody to plug in this internet we hook up all the 5g stuff none of it works disconnect it replug in the old one doesn't work at all so now we're going back and forth trying to explain to them you sent us this we have this this doesn't work this doesn't work somebody get out there we'll be go well we got to get a technician out there um they're gonna come friday so we're like great jim soaking wet has no internet basements underwater they're ripping off baseboards or pulling out drywall. All this stuff um, just was like coming to a freaking head on top of trying to deal with just the regular day in, day out stuff um, with the kids going back to school, with uh, the regular stuff that we do just on a normal work day. It was just like 48 hours of just pure chaos. And every single part of me wanted to go, screw it all. I'm going to crawl under the covers and just ignore it. And I think a lot of us can relate to that where it seems like the world is crashing down on you. And you have no, like, you're just treading water, treading water. And you're like, I just need to take like a freaking breath. 
thank God this was a long weekend. We had Labor Day off for the gyms, which is a great just kind of calm before the storm for our trainers to kind of just collect themselves before we go into our busy season. But uh, just taking that little breath of fresh air and just going like, okay, everything is fine. Basement's still a mess, but the leaks are done. They repaired the drywall inside the gym. They repainted it. Um, we got people coming over hopefully today or this week to help fix our basement. Um, we got to do all the insurance claims. Turns out there was a gas leak at our neighbor's place this morning um, where the Wixom gym is. There's a restaurant next door and there was a gas leak. So that was fun, but it seems very small in comparison just compared to all the crap that was last week. But I feel like a lot of us, when things happen bad, when things don't go our way, when things are kind of weighing on us and you get this pressure and pressure and pressure, we want to quit and we want to go, this isn't worth it. This is too much of a headache. This is too stressful. And you can apply this with anything in terms of getting in shape, in terms of losing weight, in terms of, oh my gosh, this I had a really bad day. I binge ate a bunch of stuff. It's so much easier to be unhealthy than it is to be healthy. And you end up throwing in the towel. When all that your body really needed was just a day or two to rest, to decompress a little bit, to kind of take the weight off of your shoulders. And see how much better you feel after that. Because I guarantee you, if you remove yourself from the situation, solve whatever crazy problems are going on, you're going to feel 10 times better. And a lot of us think these problems that are coming are, are never going to end, right? It's like how it was last week, tidal wave after tidal wave after tidal wave. And you're like, oh my God, I can't breathe. Somebody just give me five minutes of of dads and Corey's and this and the gyms and the flooding and there's so-and-so is coming. They're coming at 12. We need you to be back at this time and we got to get more fans. It's not drying. And it just was like completely overwhelming to the point where I'm like, I don't want to be at my house. I don't want to be at work. Where the hell am I going to go to kind of just get some relief when I'm at home? There's people coming in and out, yanking crap out. It's an absolute mess. When I'm at work, it's got flooding and they're repairing stuff and AT&T and they're repainting the gym. And it was like nowhere was like a place of like respite where I could just be like, it's calm, it's quiet, no one's bugging me. But I swear to God, after just having this nice long weekend, the storm has passed and there will be another storm. I guarantee you that comes. It's probably not going to be what you think it is. You can't plan for a giant storm. Um, you can't plan for flooding. You can't plan for, you know, AT&T failing. You can't plan for a gas leak. Those things are going to come. Sometimes they come once at a time. Sometimes they come all with 48 hours and you feel like your head's going to spin, but they're not there forever. And they're not there every single time. Usually when a storm hits like that, just like a real storm, the good thing is when they all hit at once, they usually kind of all start to dissipate at once. So if you can go, I just got to weather this storm. This sucks. This is stressful. This is annoying. Um, but I got to get through it. That's usually the best thing. Now, what would have made it 10 times worse would be if I completely abandoned ship, right? When things are out of control and you can't control the storm or you can't control where water's coming in at or you can't control that the AT&T isn't work or that the gas leak is happening all of that is out of my control. I can't do anything but call somebody and they're going to say we're going to be there at two o'clock. Cool. But what can I control is, am I exercising? Am I moving my body? Am I trying to get stress out of me so that I can take on a little bit more? 
Am I getting in enough water? Am I resting? Am I eating like a slob, which is just going to make you more lethargic, more tired, more stressed out? Am I just going to go get plowed and end up drinking, you know, eight, nine, 10 beers that night to deal with the stress? None of that is going to fix the problems. It's going to make those problems seem 10 times worse than they are. So when life gets chaotic, when life gets out of control, um, it happened the same morning our coach Kyle was here and uh, I worked out at 5.30 a.m. after like, witnessing our basement underwater after that. Cause I'm like, I know the day is going to get crazier and crazier once these people start waking up and they're going to get phone calls and I'm going to get pulled from every single direction. So I go, this is a window. Everybody's still sleeping, get your workout in, even though it's early, even though you're stressed. And I felt 10 times better about it. But a lot of us think, okay, this is out of my control. So I'm going to throw in the towel on everything that I know. And then that's when things get really, really bad guys. That's when things completely start to unravel because of things that are in your immediate control that you can still grab and you can go, I can take care of the food that I'm eating, what I'm putting in my body. I can make sure that I'm moving. I can get a great workout in to get rid of some of that stress. You let that go. And all of a sudden you're in control of absolutely nothing. You're in not in control of your environment, which happens sometimes. You're not control of your body. And that's when people go, oh my gosh, I just want to give up. I just want to throw in the towel because everything is completely spiraling. When really you had a lot of control to begin with, you just stopped doing all the stuff that you were doing. And I'd be lying if I said it was easy, guys. It's very difficult sometimes when you feel like you're pulled in every single direction to take 30 or 45 minutes to yourself just to kind of get the hell out of your own way. But I'm telling you, it's necessary sometimes. You need to do that. So then when somebody calls you an hour later, you're not screaming at them on the phone or you're not stressed out about this or you're not becoming a complete worry wart because of all the stuff that happens. Control what you can control and cope with the stuff that you can't. A lot of people I know would go, oh, well, your basement's underwater. I got to do X, Y, and Z. I go, nothing's going to get done. These companies are closed. Um, but in hindsight, even the guy said when he came to our house, he goes, uh, thank God you guys get up as early as you do for work. They go, you are our first call of the day. And he goes, we have so many houses. He goes, we have people that are going to have sitting, just standing water in their basement for two weeks. And then you have to worry about foundational issues, mold, dry rotting, all that stuff. So he goes, thank God you guys were number one. You got up early. You got after it. And uh, he goes, it could have been 10 times worse. He said what happened was there's a, in front of our house, kind of at our neighbors across the street, there's a, a foam pole that has, you know, wires on it and things like that. And he goes, lightning hit that which then severed the cable that the electricity runs through. That live wire fell, hit the ground, ran underground, found your grounding cable to your house or grounding wire to your house. And since there was so much electricity coming through between the lightning and the wire itself, he goes, the grounding thing failed. It shot up all through your copper plumbing. And then the minute it found any piece of metal, it just completely exploded. That's why all the water was coming through. But he said, too, he goes, thank God. He goes, I know it sucks. It, it, it's stuff. There's holes in your wall. Everything's completely soaking wet. There's fans going, people in and out, ripping shit out. He goes, imagine how much worse it would be if, who knows, one of you guys are in the shower or you're touching something metal and all of a sudden your house is charged. Our kids weren't home. Um, my mom took our kids just for a long weekend to stay over there. So it was just me and uh, Hallie, my wife, thank God. 
but he goes, your kids weren't there. It was in the middle of the night. Um, but he goes, this, this could have been bad. And he goes, so look on the bright side. He goes, I know this is a stressful thing. I know nobody wants to go through it, but you have to kind of look at the glass half full and go, thank God it couldn't be 10 times worse. So when you get those weeks, when you get those days, and then on top of like trying to go back to school shopping and it was our washer and dryer wouldn't work. And it was just chaos, chaos. You feel like everywhere you turned, there was just a dead end. But anyways, when you get those weeks that you want to throw in the towel, that you're like, I'm exhausted, I'm not this, or I messed up, or I had a terrible workout, or I twisted my ankle, or my diet sucked, and I failed, I failed, I failed. And everywhere you look, don't be afraid to rest. Don't quit. Quitting is a surefire way that you will never succeed at what you're getting at, right? Breaks are allowed. Rest is allowed. You can give your body a break. You can give your mind a break. But what's going to ensure that you get right back on track and keep kicking ass and taking names and reach whatever your goals are is that you get right back up again. You're going to have these moments, these weeks that are extremely stressful and extremely chaotic. But if you let the be all end all be that and ultimately defeat you, it's going to be very, very difficult to accomplish anything in life. You're going to have challenges no matter where you go. Easy ones, big ones, small ones, everything in between. But you have to set the precedent and go, this sucks. It might have knocked me down a little bit, but I'm getting right back up and uh, and I'm getting after it again. And then on top of that, we finally get everything. Jimmy Buffett passes away. The guy from Smash Mouth passes away the next day. Crazy. Something in the water. I don't know. It is. You get those weeks where it just it completely rains and it pours. But uh, they're temporary, guys. I've given you the analogy before about the buffalo and the storm, where a lot of animals, when they see a storm coming, this big, gray, black, ominous cloud starts rolling in, and all the animals freak out, and they start running the opposite direction to try to get away from this cloud that's coming. And they're not very fast, and the cloud ends up catching up to them. And what happens is when the cloud catches them, they're running at the same pace as the storm. So even though they're trying to run away, they're trying to run away, they end up being inside of the storm longer because they were trying to escape it or they were trying to give up. What a buffalo does, though, it sees this black cloud coming, right? And it goes, this is going to suck. This is going to be uncomfortable. We're going to get soaking wet. It might be cold. It might be rainy. It's going to be windy. But instead of running away, I'm going to charge headfirst into this because I know if I do it that way, that's going to shorten the amount of time that I'm in the storm. So if we're running this way and the storm's going that way, I'm going to pass right through it with the quickest or smallest amount of time in the actual storm as I possibly can. And you can apply this with anything. Anytime things usually get challenging, people procrastinate. If they know they got to lose 50 pounds, they'll kick the can down the road until they have a heart attack or until the doctor says, you got to get your ass moving. When they go, God, if I just three years ago would have started, I would be done by now. And all I would have to do is get to the gym, you know, three, four, five days a week and actually enjoy it. But you kick the can down the road, it gets harder and harder and harder and you get older and the scale keeps going up and then your joints start hurting. And you said, God, if I just stopped running away from the storm and took it head on, it would be 10 times easier and 10 times quicker to get through. So be the buffalo, charge into the freaking storm. Um, now, 
that's a long, long start off for today. Um, here's the other thing. Let me read my notes to you guys. I took some good ones, but now I can't read my handwriting. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Oh, I made a post about this this morning. Many people, and I've talked about this with you guys before, think there is a good and bad or a pass and fail with keeping yourself healthy. My challenge to you after listening to this podcast is don't look at what you're accomplishing or how you're moving as a fail or a pass. You either lost a pound or you gained a pound. You either ate bad or you ate good. There's ebbs and flows with fitness and becoming healthy that are constantly happening, right? Maybe you ate something that got you really bloated that caused inflammation and you gained three pounds. It happens. Maybe you went to a birthday party and you had a piece of birthday cake. Great. It happens. I think a lot of people with social media now, everybody just posts the glamour shots. They post, here's me either when I'm completely cut up or here's me when I'm doing X, Y, and Z, or I'm completely shredded. And they don't talk about what's on the in-between, right? They don't show, oh my God, I had a day or two that got away from me. They just show kind of what, it, you know, the victory photos at the end. And for a lot of us, we think, oh my God, these people live perfect lives. They don't make mistakes. They don't do anything wrong. They never have a cheat meal. They never do this. I'm sure there's a very, very small minority that operate like that. But I like to think for most, most of us, especially when you get married and you have kids and you want to enjoy moments with them or take them out for ice cream and things like that, it's okay to have those moments. But again, you have to keep this all in balance, right? You can't go every single night, we go out for ice cream and then we have this and then we have pizza for dinner. It doesn't operate like that. There's a very, very fine balance that you have to have with doing this stuff where you're able to live your life and enjoy those things, but also it can't outweigh the good decisions. I've mentioned this to our um, coaching group before, where think of your health like a piggy bank. And every single day you're trying just like you would regularly. Save money, save money, save money. I'm going to put as much money in my piggy bank as I can. Watch it rise, watch it rise, watch it rise. And then when you need to take a little withdrawal, maybe for an ice cream or maybe it's somebody's wedding or maybe you're doing, you know, whatever. Maybe you can't get to a workout because you're flying all day. Those little withdrawals don't make that much of a difference. But when you're constantly making withdrawals, and you guys might know people like this, you're constantly making withdrawals and your fitness bank account is so low and you're like, why the hell can I get in shape? It's like, well, because you're making a huge withdrawal every single day and you're not adding anything into your piggy bank. So think of it that way, guys. It's a great analogy in terms of how to figure out what's going on. It's a quick reality check for yourself too. If you can think, okay, how's my piggy bank looking? I got my steps in today. I drank enough water. I got a workout in. I did this. And I did it all five days. Okay. Maybe we'll, you know, go out for a pizza night with the family or, uh, you know, go get popcorn in a movie somewhere and then right back into it. Okay. I took a small withdrawal out. I got to make up for that money. So I'm going to add a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. And it's all about those peaks and valleys and kind of riding that wave. The other thing is, guys, there is a 5% difference between an A plus and an A, and there's another 5% difference between an A and an A minus. A lot of us get very, very good and very complacent with getting either the A minus or the A and saying good enough, but all those degrees add up. 
there's a big difference between doing something good and doing something great. And I'll give you an example of this. We say it at the gym all the time when people are working out on the microphone. That third round, we call it the money round, where this is where all the changes occur. This is where the magic happens. You work to get to that third round or you work to get to that final set. When your muscles are tired, that's where you want to try to find that next gear to push it so those changes happen, right? You think about the first round in a workout of the first 12 to 15 reps. Maybe you're doing curls or squats or something like that. Might be a little uncomfortable, but uh, you can kind of shake it out and you're fine. The second rep or second round, a little bit more challenging. The third round, when those muscles start to fatigue, that's where you're pushing it. That's where you want to get to. And a lot of us never actually get to that third round or to that final 5%. We go, well, this is pretty uncomfortable. I don't want to get there. I don't want to do it. That last five is where all the changes are made, and that's what separates good from great or mediocre from excellent. All of us have greatness and excellence in us, but it's a matter of are you going to push it for that last 5% or are you going to go, you know what, I'm okay with the A minus? Because people that are okay with the A minus or an A and they know they got that extra five to give, they kind of stick there forever. That's kind of just their standard operating procedure is operating at that level. So all of you guys have the gift. A lot of people think that I'm not skilled enough or i'm not this so there's some things that i'm just never going to be able to do i'll probably never be able to dunk a basketball some people wake up and by the time they're 16 they can do it without even trying that's one thing but what you can't beat people with with your skill set you can make up for it with effort there's that quote what do they say for uh sports and things like that hard work beats luck every single time. So if you're lucky, you can dunk a basketball great. You might not be able to, but you cannot work them on the basketball court and probably bury twice as many points, even though you can't do a slam dunk. All those things add up, guys. Do that last 5%. That's a separator from goodness and greatness. And if that's your standard standard operating procedure, imagine the laps are going to be running around people when you know I'm just going to work a little bit harder. Most people, like I said, they get to 90, 95%. So you're already caught up with them and they're going to quit and they're going to tap out. But if you can just go, the hard part's over. You got 90, 95% done. That's the big, huge chunk. All you need is that little sliver to take you to the next level. And that makes all the difference. So got you fired up for this one. Kids are back in school. I got some more time to clear my head a little bit. Not screaming 24 seven. But uh, that's all we got, guys. Almost taking this one to the house today with 30 minutes. Um, what else? As always, people, uh, if you need supplements of any kind, coreforcesupplements.com. If you are a podcast watcher or listener and you use the code word podcast at the checkout, you will save 10% off of your entire order. So I usually tell people if you want to stock up on a couple things and just save on the taxes and the shipping um, feel free to use the code. And if you do grab a couple things, if you spend over a hundred bucks, you get free shipping anyways. So, uh, if you want to get a few things, guys spend over a hundred bucks, no shipping and use the code word podcast and you'll save 10%. And that usually gets rid of most of the taxes for you as well. So pretty darn good deal. Um, we have everything. The whey protein's great. Everybody's been loving the collagen peptide so far. So good. Um, so far, everybody has said, apparently when you get some brands, they clump up with whatever you put it in. This dissolves, and it just tastes like you're drinking whatever you mix it in. Coffee, water, protein shake. It's completely tasteless. 
Um, but again, great for your joints, um, great for your ligaments, for your tendons to keep all the structural stuff there. Um, helps with your skin, helps with your nails. Some might say it makes you look a little bit younger, helps with your complexion. Um, so two thumbs up on that. And we have it um, again at the site core4supplements.com. So grab whatever you need, swipe away. Have a great, great week, guys. Kick off September strong. I know it's going to be changing season soon as the fall, but the goals stay the same. Like I told you on the other podcast, set those 90-day increments. Think about where you're starting right now. Where do you want to be for the holidays? Because right now is the time to start planning. Everybody wants to look good in those Christmas pictures, I know, and not hiding behind somebody or something. So rock it. We got 30 days, just about September, October, November, December, and a little bit longer than that. But uh, we're more than halfway through 2023, guys. So end this year strong. Keep kicking butt, taking names. And uh, I will see you all next week. Thank you